I was it was just popping into my head. I was like, how do they do this? Maybe uh, maybe one of these days we can look it up. A real way to do do a podcast. <laughs> maybe I, I don't know. This is going maybe fine. Your guide, WikiHow, <laughs> how to conduct a podcast. Uh, I'll figure it out later. Yeah, I oh, here we go. Let's go. Adventure guys. Adventure guys. Now it's time for adventure guys. Happy, happy Friday, Eric. Yeah. Happy Friday, Nick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey, welcome to Adventure Guys, a podcast for humans and dogs. My name is Nick the Human. And I'm Eric the Human. And I just gave away that we don't like tape these the same day they come out or something. I don't know if there's any sort of pretense for podcasts out there, but some of the magic has just been revealed, you know? Yep. We put a full four to five days of post-production into these episodes. Eric does, mainly. <laughs> Mainly, I'll do a song here and there, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to see you. Um, I hope you had a good week. Are you? You're I did get, have a good week. Yeah. Well, you're, are you acquainted to your whole job and everything? Well, acquainted to the constant misery that my new job brings. Oh no. <laughs> due to the schedule, <laughs> due to the 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 reverse, the nocturnal life you've taken on. Yeah, that's fine. It's uh it's just. You know, I told you, it just seems like such a freaking waste of time to be working an hourly job that is totally separate from my goals and interests yeah. and desires and and that of the human race. The, the job that I perform has no function on making the world better, making the world different. Well, you said before, you're working at this company and you're like, Overnight stock stuff. So you're getting goods that people want in their lives, and you're helping no. them get. Fuck those people. Okay, <laughs> those people suck. I was trying to find some silver lining in there. Um, <laughs> well, you know it's temporary, right? This job. So at least you can remember that. Yeah, temporary until uh, the music industry exists again. It'll feed. Maybe it'll feed some something into your art. I'm trying to be optimistic. It doesn't sound yeah, well, great. Okay, here's the problem I'm running into is that it's it's definitely lower stress mm -hmm. than working in music for money, even though that's what all my training is in and where all my passion lies. Uh, when I'm working for money with music, it's usually for someone else and there's usually deadlines and the clock never stops. I'm sure. always on the clock. And it's very stressful doing that kind of work. Um, so that doesn't exist. I clock in and I just do some bullshit and I clock out and it doesn't matter anymore. The problem is it it requires a lot of recharge time. Like I'm pretty useless when I, you know, get home from this job and before I go in. Uh, it really takes like a day to adjust to like getting back into a schedule because working overnight. So I'm on my third, I, I work four days on or four nights on three days off. So I'm on my third day off now. And today was a productive day, but it takes a while to get back into and, a brain space. Where and now you're saying creative. that your days on work, you can't even like be really working on too much music because you're just so 
fucked on those days. Yeah. That's hard. It sucks. It sucks. Everything sucks. You had a good week, you said. Well, (laughs) (laughs) so I work work for a large retailer Uh that sells Nintendo Switches. And I used my employee discount to buy a Nintendo Switch, Mm. which is the first gaming console I've owned since Nintendo 64. Wow. And I've been saying for the last four years since they announced the Switch that I would buy one. Yeah. And I've I've now gone three and a half years into its <laughs> into its its lifespan. I finally bought the console I've been saying I would. All right, dude. Well, that's fun. Yeah, so I played uh today I played a Nintendo sixty four game on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm glad you got that. It sounds like you you deserve it with all that work. Nice. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's just it's just a nostalgia trip right now. Yeah, I, that, I think that's what a lot of the world is doing. You yeah. know, I I I've, I've, I'm starting to feel really guilty that I haven't finished uh, demoing this Holophonics album. But it's not like we're gonna get a chance to record it anytime soon, anyway. So our yeah, I, I wouldn't be so hard really... on yourself. You also finished recently that gargantuan recording project that we talked about. So yeah, and that's not even announced to the public yet. So you got hopefully some time. we'll be able to announce that next month. We're waiting on the. Uh, I can't even say who we're waiting on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Um, nice. Well, uh, you play you play any video games recently? No. My my roommate plays Call of Duty and that's about it. I have not been playing video games. Um, I've been pretty beat from work and I just I had to do some more. Uh, I did a we do bring your kids to work day. So me and my friend, what? And me and Mara, um, every year play songs for bring your kids to work day. Um, so it was the ninth annual bring your kids to work day, and this one was virtual, obviously. So I we did like four like condensed pop songs and I recorded them, sent it to her and then she put her vocals over it. But we usually do like 10 of them maybe like, and we'll do medleys and we've played kids birthday parties. Like we've probably played like, I don't know, 15, 20 shows over the years. We didn't talk. I never told you about that. We did kid, no. yeah, kids. So your coworkers parties. bring their kids to work to be entertained by you. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Well, and then somebody else does uh does like uh reading songs, uh reading like children's stories to the kids and um they give them candy and there's some other activities I think in there. But yeah, we're like the big musical guest. We've been doing it for 9 years. <laughs> they don't they can't get like Lizzo? Well, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know why they have it. I guess they really could have stepped it up, but like I think part of the this is just like part of the charm or something, and or you you should you should all right fine book Lizzo and then you you and Mary can open for Lizzo to play for bring your kids to work day yeah I could I mean the thing is the thing is is like out of record label you ask we ask our uh, artists already to do a lot of stuff they probably don't want to do in the name of promoting <laughs> their music <laughs> you know um, so I don't think we want to like push those uh, that <laughs> yeah. there. Um, is is December kind of a slow month in the in the big time major label music industry? Because yeah. it, it usually yeah. is a pretty slow month for me. It is a slow when, month, you know, for pandemics. for like music and I think just entertainment in general. In general, I mean, 
in the entertainment industry, it seems like, especially music, it's like one of the big perks is that everybody kind of just takes off, especially the last two weeks of December, like, like it's high school or something. Like everyone just disconnects and like literally you can't get them on email. Um, <laughs> and it seems to be some sort of like big industry-wide handholding where it's like, you're not going to email me. I won't email you. Okay. And then everyone just goes off and it's like part of the culture. So it's really nice. Um, the thing you might have is if like you are working with a huge artist that's playing those like jingle ball shows or big, oh yeah, big time radio shows. Um, those will be involved. Some stuff here and there, you know, lots of singles. I was involved in like marketing some of the Christmas music this year, so there was like some stuff going on with that today. But dude, today is actually my last day of the year of like actual work, and I'm not going to work until June, January fourth. And it's, oh, right on. So you got a little vacation. A little vacation. I'm I'm actually going to try to work on some real music, build some acoustic sound panels. Um, I need to record some demos. Yeah, it's going to be good. I think, well, f- yeah, four years ago, I, I toured during December, and I went down to Florida. How'd it go? And I mean, you know, the shows weren't big. Yeah. Um. But I did get to swim in Fort Lauderdale in yeah. December. Well, you know, one rad. of the things I just wonder is like, I, I, it's a cold month and it's hard to tour. And I guess touring in the winter months might be harder. But like, I, I feel like generally when it's not pandemic times, people are ready to be social for all of December. Like, and to the idea of going out to a show or doing something social, I feel like is more appealing than say in January or February. Yeah. Well, I, I am thankful that the Holophonics got to tour this previous January mm-hmm. in February because that was like the last opportunity to tour, period. Um, but that was very atypical mm-hmm. for us to be on the road in the winter like that. Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll be more on the road soon with the vaccine coming. We'll see. Yeah, um, that's still touring is still. Yeah, it's a ways it's off. Still a ways away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until then. Maybe we can, maybe we can uh, just keep doing this and <laughs> eating delicious food and cooking. talking about it. Yep. <laughs> maybe we'll even maybe I'm maybe I'll get into doing some of those. Maybe I'll make a sourdough bread. Maybe I'll even make a warm apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> she she showed up in this episode. I know. I, I, I was I, not I, expecting it. I gasped. <laughs> <laughs> when I knew it was going to happen. Let's discuss the episode and and my favorite character. Episode discussion. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I love Tree Trunks. I She was in the little icon on HBO Max before I watched it. I went, yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, Tree Trunks. I Famously not a Tree Trunks fan. I know. And... I didn't realize how much you weren't until like I started getting really into tree trunks. And I was like, oh, I know you don't like tree trunks, but what about this episode? What about that? And you're like, yes, I've seen all the episodes. I don't <laughs> like her. And I was like, oh man, like it's deeper than I thought it was. I thought it was a mild, just like, ah, I don't like those episodes that much, but it's you're, you, you get annoyed by her. She makes me feel uncomfortable. I know. I think that's why I like her. <laughs> and why you like onion also. oh i love onion <laughs> oh onion he's so he's so curious as that's how sean puts it um oh, i love those characters but anyway we we do get a i mean 
talking about one of the big buzzwords that I talk about, Sean's talking about, is lore, which a lot of cartoons don't get into. This show does. And my gosh, did we get a lore-filled episode with this one. Yeah, I thought about that a lot. It, this episode was just packed with content, and it it seems a little like fan servicey. Like, hey, let's give you guys like a whole bunch of story stuff, like everything that you want to know about Jake's backstory. Let's dump a whole lot of stuff on you. The episode itself didn't have that many like memorable beats. I don't think they just packed in story, and that's that's fine you know, as one of the episodes that does that. Yeah, totally. And I, I think, I think also it was given Joshua and Margaret. Or how do I say it? How, how does she say Joshua? Joshua. <laughs> Joshua <laughs> and Margaret. Um, I don't know. They talk all old timey, like they're like PIs in the 1920s or 30s, which they kind of are uh, given how like they like set up their, how their lives are before uh, Jake and Finn arrive or his brother Jermaine. Um, yeah. So what I, what I was going to say was I think due to like those characters, Joshua and Margaret, that they um, like, they don't, they're not as jokey really like the, how they talk is jokey, but like they are serious and they are like parents. So there's not like as many big gags, like things, big things happen, but, they're not going to like lay out a funny BMO line or something, you know? Right. Right. Um, but yeah, but it was, I mean, we start, we do see BMO in the beginning when it's Jake's birthday and they're all chanting for him. Chanting birthday, birthday. He eats an entire oh, cake. That was, that was great. I, I appreciate that. They didn't sing the birthday song mm-hmm. that they did some weird, awkward birthday chant instead. Yeah. Cause the birthday song freaking sucks. <laughs> Everyone hates that song. It's like, However long it takes to sing it, 15, 20 seconds are just like, oh my gosh, I'm never getting these 20 seconds back. Every time it happens, like, <laughs> we really have to do this. It's not ever going to sound good. So I, I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah. And then you, you, you sit there and you have to listen to it. I mean, I guess it is a moment to like feel special because you're like, oh, my friends think. Who actually likes it? Who doesn't feel awkward? Oh, it's awkward. It is nice, I guess. I, I I I appreciate the sentiment, but it is awkward. But yeah, they do the birthday chant. He eats a full cake, and then, um, I think Finn asks Jake, "Yeah, what happened? What about like, did mom and dad ever tell you about like when you were growing up?" And Bimo's excited for a birthday story. So Jake's like, "Yeah, like here's the story of how I was born, or whatever." Um, <laughs> and we we see his mom immediately, and she's talking to her pregnant belly. And she's like, you're going to be a fighter just like mom. And she takes a crossbow out and starts practicing crossbow in their living room, in their, like, apartment uh, pretty violently. Yeah, it's it's assumed that she's pregnant with Jake. It's kind of a misdirect, um, but that's how they frame it. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. And then, so, but it's, yeah, but it's not. So then um, Joshua comes in and is like, hey, you're pregnant, like, you shouldn't be like looking into like the family business stuff. And she's like, well, you know, we're going to have to make money to like raise this baby. So let's go see if there's anything out there. And they, they, so they like go to the ticker tape and they start, like, okay, look, uh, there's this, that sounds dangerous. But then they go, woman's pies have gone missing in bucolic <laughs> countryside town where nothing ever happens. And that is, I gasped then I was like, oh, that's tree trunks. <sighs> 
I love tree trunks because you know any it, whenever she's involved, it's gonna be crazy. Um, so they're like, yeah, that sounds like a good one, and they go and tree trunks pies have been going missing, which she has the best apple pie, right? Eric, you can agree on that at least. Yeah, and you know I do love apple pie. I bet if you met tree trunks <laughs> in the land of Ooh and you tried her apple pie, you'd probably be turned around. My warm. I don't. I don't apple you know what? Pie. You know what? Uh, her husband at the time, Wyatt. Wyatt oh, why loves her apple pie, but I guess also can't stand being married to her because yeah. they did get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. She seems simple. She seems like a grandma, but um, she but she's a more complex character of Tree Trunks, and she has lots of needs, as we find out later. She's uh, like, there's a lot going on with Tree Trunks. I mean, I always wondered about the two. Who's the second husband that she has? The pig? Mr. Pig? Uh, yeah. There might have been a husband before them, though. Oh, okay. I thought that was Wyatt. Okay, I'm getting my Tree Trunks. I need to learn there, more. There's about- many husbands. Okay. Do you remember, did you ever see the Tree Trunks flashback episode? Haven't yet. Where it, it shows her as like a young girl. Oh, I want to see that. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's all about her romantic exploits. And wasn't she like the belle of the ball in high school or something? I don't, I don't, It. I block as much of Tree Trunks as I can out of my mind. All I know, because my favorite episode of all time is a Tree Trunks episode, which is <laughs> when uh, she, her alien husband comes to visit her. And takes her into space and she sees her alien children where there are these abominations of tree trunks with like the classic alien face. <laughs> My alien children. She's in space. It's all it's also Hi everybody. Dude, that is my favorite episode. I don't know when we're gonna do that, but oh um uh but anyway, yeah, why we'll, can't we'll do it? We'll do it for Adventure Guys episode sixty-nine. Hell yeah. Um, or my birthday maybe um so then yeah anyway her husband current husband at the time Wyatt can't stand it he's like stealing the pies because he says he wants to eat four or five he wants to be done when i say i'm done and he said it's the only part of his day that he enjoys doesn't sound very happy um but tree trunks does assure joshua and margaret that there truly is a monster afoot in which they're like yeah whatever and then they see pr- they see footprints and they're like, oh, there's a real monster out here. Joshua's like, hey, we should not pursue this. You're prego. Which is funny that he says prego because he's been talking this old-timey English the whole time. Great. Just <laughs> adventure time, you know, Peter patter. And then they, um, Margaret takes off into the woods because she wants to go find it. She wants to prove herself. She wants to make the money. She doesn't want to hold them back. And they encounter this weird monster, demon, alien something right eric how would you describe it uh it's like the thing from stranger things seasons two what do they call them what's the name for those things demogorgon demogorgon yep the like the 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 smaller ones that run around like dogs yeah and it flaps open the head like everywhere yeah Yeah. i don't know the like where that's from but uh the history of it but that seems to be like a a it might be an actual dungeons and dragons monster Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, because that's where the, it would make sense in the Stranger Things. Anyway, yeah, it's when a, did this episode is? I wonder. I, yeah, I don't know if it's a reference to anything in particular. This, this episode, episode came out in 2014. Yep, August 2014. Um, but it's weird. It's weird. It's a full two years before Stranger Things. Yeah, 
And then, <clears throat> anyway, but but anyway, let's to continue. So they that they get into a tussle, and the thing bites Joshua on the head. And it looks like he's trying to eat them, but before he can, Margaret stabs him with a pin. He starts bleeding out this like neon green thing and runs away. And Joshua's got like things in his head. Um, and then they go home. He gets his head wrapped, and they were like, "Shit, we got to figure this thing out." And they're like, okay, if we get some of his venom, we can make it into like a vaccine. Um, so she goes back out there. Joshua's walking all around the, the house, freaking out. He's got like almost looks like a pimple coming out of his head that's blue. She goes back into this sort of like temple, right? And finds the alien or the monster. Now he's shape shifting all over the place. She tries to shoot him with the crossbow, and it's like, whoa, where is it? Right, and then, um, and then she thinks it's a baby, and she looks around, and there is a whole bunch of baby stuff in the temple, and she's convinced that oh, you're just a baby, and she gets some of the venom and runs away. Yeah, it is a weird misdirect with the baby stuff. You see the creature laugh mm-hmm. after she after she leaves. Um, so like the audience is clued in that like, hey, he's not really a baby; he's playing a trick or something. But you don't really get the extent of what that means until like, you know, you actually meet this alien character. Yeah. Well, I did want to know because then the alien goes into some other sort of universe and goes on his way. Uh, Margaret goes home and it seems like she's going to give birth to the baby. But at the same time, Joshua's in the alley behind the apartment and he's going to like, something's going to happen to his head. At which point they're both feel like something's about to pop and out of Joshua's head pops baby Jake. (laughs) That's right. As yeah. I was watching this, I was like, is this going to be how Jake got his powers? Or like, because I started to realize, I was like, oh, yeah, his parents don't seem to have powers when they're fighting. They can't stretch around and all this stuff. And Jake gets born and is immediately Jake. He's got Jake voice. He's dancing all over the place. Um, and then it seems like a couple days later, Margaret's given birth to Jermaine and now they have, there's two brothers just right next to each other. And they're going to treat him like, like a son. And they do. And then it comes out and they said they would never tell him where he came from or the difference. And then, but Jake's been telling this whole story and Jake says they never told him. They go, never told you what? And he goes, I don't know. They never told me. And it ends. I love that moment. Okay. So, Wait, so <clears throat> well, this is my only thing, Eric, is because that doesn't make logical sense. That's sort of infuriating. Like that seems to infuriate me in the way that tree trunks would infuriate, infuriate to you because I'm just like, wait, what? Okay, uh, so I told you I was watching Rick and Morty. Have you seen the uh, season three episode, Morty's Mind Blowers? No. It's basically a an anthology episode where they, they just have a bunch of memories that are that have been wiped from Morty's mind and saved mm. in vials, and they replay a bunch of these saved memories um, as like unrelated short clips. And there are... You get, you know, as as the audience member, you get involved in these clips uh, and you kind of forget that they're supposed to be from the perspective of Morty, like they're his memories. And then you wind up watching things that don't involve Morty, like there are scenes with other characters outside of what he possibly could have witnessed. And you don't notice that it's happening, but then Morty actually brings it up and and there's like a, a bit of like a fourth wall break. And, and like, how did, how did, uh, my, I have a memory of those other two talking at a completely unrelated time. And then Rick says, Oh, I had to do some, 
some creative editing or whatever to. That's hilarious. So when when we're watching this episode of Adventure Time, I was aware of all the parts because it's framed as this story that Jake is telling, but you forget about that halfway through the episode. I was aware of all the moments that that, that don't involve Joshua and Margaret. Like when Margaret leaves the the cave and like the alien laughs to himself, yeah. like looks at the camera. I'm like, how how could anyone have possibly known that that was happening? <laughs> yeah. And then it, and then Jake acknowledges that he didn't even actually know any of this, as as he's telling the story. So I it's guess funny. he's doing creative editing, or I guess he w- wasn't telling the story that we saw. There there's some fourth wall kind of meta disconnect between whatever happened, and they acknowledged it. A little bit, which I thought was funny. I thought yeah. that was the funniest part of the episode. <laughs> it, it is funny when you say it that way. I was more just like, wait, what? Oh, my God. Um, it was pretty funny. I mean, I, I do have a couple questions for you that because that was confusing me. I did want to know about that alien. Like, do we see more of that alien? Because that's sort of like Jake's parent in a way or something. Like, he seems sort of related. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that this was like the introduction of, of that of that character, but Jake's origin story gets fleshed out more. Cool. Um, I've never seen that. I've just like missed those episodes. I think it, it may be like the third to last episode of the series or something um, where that storyline finishes out. Cool. So cool. it's, it, it runs a little bit parallel for f- like a few episodes here and there, I think uh, up until the end of the show and they, they wrap it up before they get into the series finale. Well, it would be interesting to know. I mean, my other question kind of was, and this might get answered, is like what the creature... It's interesting because... So the creature bites Joshua's head and those bite marks seem to, you know, impregnate his head with this baby that's a mix between the monster and Joshua, ostensibly. But I was just curious because it looked like the monster was trying to do something more. You know what I mean? Like it looked like he was trying to like full-on eat Joshua and this, you know what I'm talking about? And then, yeah, yeah. And Margaret fought him off yeah. before he could finish. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I he, don't, what, what, the, what yeah, he was trying know. to do or make him one or I don't know that it's pretty interesting. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the other question I have is to use the baby stuff that, that, that was weird. Like why was all that baby stuff in this like old rundown temple? I mean, well, if you don't, if you don't already know, like how, this alien character shakes out with his story. Like, do you want me to spoil it? <laughs> oh, well, maybe not. But that that doesn't make it makes sense later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. As long as it as long as it has some sort of tie into the larger story, I'm okay. I, I was just like, this better not just be some random shit to like throw us off. Oh. <laughs> okay. Good. Nice. Well, it's a good. I I thought it was a really fun episode. Yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, I don't, I think, I think some of the, um, devices and, and things that I like about Adventure Time were glossed over a little bit at the expense of including more story in this episode, but you know, it's, it's fine as a, as a one-off backstory. I did, I did like knowing that his parents were sort of like these like private investigator types because, um, the trope, like the joke of them talking sort of old timey, like they're in the 1920s, 30s, 40s or whatever. Um, right. What would, I guess what would that be? 1940s talk? 
Uh, it's based off of characters from the 30s and 40s. 30s like and 40s, there is yeah. a, it's a specific reference. I didn't know what it was though. Okay. Yeah, that that it's like funny when you first hear it because it's so unexpected. For that's how Finn and Jake's parents talk, but it like kind of wears thin for me. But to really flesh them out and not only have that's how they talk and dress, but no, they like are private detectives and they live in like a city in this like run like that they like fully embraced what that voice was. I I did I do like that. Like it's better. Like a funny voice is one thing, but to have that be their whole characters, that's a cool other thing yeah so i did i also enjoyed that um can i ask you if you uh if you saw the snail eric did you see the snail no nick did you see the snail no. <sighs> yeah. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, miscellaneous mania time? Oh, yeah. Eric, give us one piece of miscellaneous mania trivia. Uh, so, yeah, so um, Joshua and Margaret are specifically based off of uh, these characters, Nick and Nora Charles from mm-hmm. The Thin Man, which is a book and film series from the 30s and 40s. I, I'm not familiar with it at all. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it's it's clear the gist of what they're referencing, but I just I just don't know that specific material. Oh, dude, it's my friend gave me a book by this writer to read. I need to read it now. This is a sign. I read my first um, sort of noir book called The Big Sleep earlier this year, um, which was really fun to do. Um, I don't know if I talked about that on here, but like I, I oh, that was in the lost episode. <laughs> the lost episode. Yeah, Raymond Chandler. It's a Philip Marlowe, and I, I don't know. I started reading some of that stuff, and I wanted to know the the history of it. But that's interesting. Um, um, I have one which I thought was cool. Okay, it is the longest title for an episode in the series. <laughs> It's funny. I was going to bring it up too. Uh, yeah. What's your source on that? Um, the internet. <laughs> is that true uh, or is it not true? <laughs> so okay, I read that. It's on the it's on the uh, Adventure Time wiki. Yeah, I just went with that it. Th- has the longest title of any episode. I was like, okay, Joshua and Margaret investigations is kind of a long title, but that's not like an obscenely long title. That no. can't be true. That can it. That can't possibly be true. So I, I uh, even just thinking about episodes we've done, 
right? <laughs> Thanks for the crab apples, Giuseppe. That's a pretty long title. Yeah. Right? So I went and I, I looked at uh, just just that one other episode to count the letters. <clears throat> and Thanks for the crab apples, Giuseppe, has 30 letters. And depending on your interpretation, Joshua and Margaret Investigations only has 29. Wow. But if you want to count it the way that I guess the Adventure Time Wiki does, it has 31. Because of the However, spaces or what? I have an argument against their logic. Okay. Their assumed logic. On the Adventure Time Wiki, they, they write the episode with the, le- uh, the letters A and D for the word and. Oh. But on my official checklist... And also on HBO Max, they use an ampersand. And on the title card. All right. So officially, it is an ampersand. And you know why that makes sense thematically that it's an ampersand? Why? Because the alien creature's name is Warren Ampersand. Wow. Stick that in between Margaret and Joshua, and those are the real parents. So you have to you have to use the twenty nine letter spelling of Margaret and Joshua Investigations, and it no longer is the longest episode title of the series. Oh, that was well done. I I thank you for for really diving in. I just took it that took face me, value. It took me all of I don't know five or six seconds to think of. Thanks for the crab apples, Giuseppe. <laughs> There might be plenty of other episodes with longer titles. That's hilarious. There's got to be. I don't know why I just like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought it up because I was ready to go with this yeah, shit. Yeah, you were there. You were <laughs> locked and loaded. I got angry. I was like, this couldn't possibly. <laughs> I mean, this really just calls into question all of these wikis, doesn't it? I know. Yeah, what qualifications do you need to edit these kinds of things? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's not I don't even know. I think I think everyone can Oh, this looks locked. I don't know if I can know. But somebody should go and update it that's listening. And it's a big uh Adventure Time head, maybe. Um Yeah, so I guess and Joshua and Margaret, I guess I don't know any don't know a ton about them, but they, they are they like paranormal investigators? Like they they showed like the, the uh the demon illustration. Are they do they mainly just Search for like monsters and stuff. Uh, you know, I think maybe not explicitly, but that's just part and parcel with the job in that time in the land of Ooh. Mm. That is what a job is. Um, I mean, <laughs> the other cool thing about it is, is like I was thinking, I was like, this sounds a lot like what Finn and Jake do, but they do it in this fun way, and this is like this, like you know, more formal way where they're getting paid. But I was like, this is pretty much what Finn and Jake do, just like a more adult version of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, I love that. It's like, it's like almost like the family business, like go on an adventure, figure it out. Um, Have you seen any episodes with Jermaine? Um, I saw one. Yeah. Or two. I think he, he kind of follows in his dad's footsteps a little bit. Yeah. He keeps some, some of the family knowledge and how to fight demons and that kind of he thing. He does. I remember he, he, he's like maintaining their old house and, He's trapped like a demon in there and stuff. That's cool. Do you have any other miscellaneous? Uh, no, that's it for me. That's it for me too. Um, 
If we missed anything or you just want to talk to us, Reinder can always email us at didyouseethemail at gmail.com or on Instagram. I love Instagram. I might be addicted. Maybe I should take a break. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, I'll be on there until now. Um, I'm really excited about Instagram today, dude. I, I screamed in our house because of what I saw on Instagram today. And I texted oh, it to you. Oh, because, oh, what you saw on Instagram. Yeah. About the jerky poke jerky jerky poke poke jerky. That's what I saw. Poke poke. Just took it to the next level and are making poke jerky, and they're testing it out at one of their locations. Sean is like playing a virtual musical. I couldn't take his car. My roommate Corey had to teach some lessons. Like I couldn't go get it today. I was so like bummed. But I love jerky and poke. Poke, po- nobody. Who else is poke jerky a thing? I didn't even Google it. Like, no, these guys are just next level. Like nobody's operating where poke. I don't know. I've been thinking about like I want to befriend them. Like hopefully they are listening to this podcast. I kind of want to befriend them and like maybe when this is all over I could like get poke poke to New York or something. <laughs> and just open a franchise. Yeah, and just like really just wipe the floor with everything else that's in New York with the poke poke. <laughs> I don't know. I've also, my, when I was uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, I was talking with my family about going to uh, Hawaii to go on a poke trip. <laughs> <laughs> Action Bronson, the rapper goes and gets poke in Hawaii and it looks so good. I want to go there. I've got a lot of credit card points be a good way like post quarantine just go to hawaii and eat poke don't do anything else just eat poke yeah well i even said sean i was like dude i'll just fly inside be there for 24 hours or less and just go and get that poke and leave he was like why only 24 hours i was like oh yeah i guess i guess it could stay for a day or something (laughs) nice um cool should we do episode generator I'm yeah. done talking about poke. We can move on. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? Let's go. It's the episode generator. <laughs> generator. It, it happened. What? We got episode sixty-two, season three, episode ten. What was missing? Oh, what? We did that one. How does this, this is already happening? I think okay. I don't. I'm using the Google random number generator. I it's given us like episodes in clusters that are very close to each other. So what do you want to do? Just do it again? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if there's a flaw in the algorithm. Can someone email Google about it? Please tell Google. All right. One more time. Yeah, do it. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? Let's go! It's the episode. What? What are you laughing at? Uh, all right. So that mathematical anomaly shouldn't have happened uh, this early into our production yeah. run, but maybe that means it'll never happen again. Because we did get a really good one. Oh wait, no, we didn't. Oh, we did. <laughs> Roller coaster here, Eric. What do we get? 
Uh, episode 92, which is season four, episode 14, Card Wars. What's that about? They have a a card game, a trading card game, like Magic or oh, sure. Pokemon. And uh, Jake is really into this game. Oh, I'm excited. That sounds great. Tell me no more. <laughs> I will watch and enjoy. Hey, you know, uh, Card Wars is an actual game. Really? I've never played it, but I've I've seen videos of people playing it. <laughs> F yeah. If right. if if we like the episode, maybe we should try and and hunt down how to play uh, it. Yeah, yeah, and that'll like a bonus app or something. Okay. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Now we got a whole thing going on. If you've ever played Card Wars and you're listening, like please get in touch with us. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe there's like an online league or something. Let's. Um, if anything does, it's something from Adventure Time. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's do it, man. Um. Hey, yeah, if you're listening, yeah, email us. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, we're getting on episode 20. We're it's things real now, and we appreciate Like, there's some people who have been riding with us this whole time. It's awesome. Uh, we want a relationship with you. Like, get in touch. Um, yeah, and uh, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe. You can go to, what's the URL? Anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys Podcast. Yeah, that's where you can like follow up and even throw us a buck or two, which would be really nice to help us keep growing the podcast. Uh, give us give us one cent per month. It would be funny. Yeah. It'd be yeah. a joke. I would laugh. I would laugh too. Do it. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> one cent. Uh, For the but, sake of humor, please. <laughs> yeah, but we wanna make some we wanna make some more cool stuff we've talked about. Uh, we've made some uh cool animations uh on our instagram you can find them and we want to make some more cool stuff like that um to go along with the podcast so so hit us up so we can keep expanding the world um and yeah and tell two friends i raised the stakes today oh shit two friends <laughs> it's a big commitment i know <laughs> fuck but uh um yeah okay anyway thank you we love you all right good up everyone yeah, great up bye peace out y'all